What is up, party people, and welcome to another episode of the Runner Under the Influence podcast. Once again, I am your host, Franklin Presby, aka Frank the Running Tank. And here we are, episode 33, post-birthday, post-Colorado trip, post-Boulder um, running, Mesa Trail running. Oh, man. I feel like a brand new person, to be honest with you. I feel like a brand new person. So... I am um, basically talking about my birthday weekend, which is what I'm going to be talking about mostly throughout this episode. I will add in a few other things, um, little tidbits of wisdom that I think will help you uh, in uh, those dark, uh, sad moments or in those moments when you need a little extra motivation. Um, Excuse me. Yes. And today on this episode, episode 33... I have um, basically a few things I just want to highlight. My Nathan Flask, which basically goes with me on every single run. Um, Spring Energy, which is the uh, is my fuel of choice. All natural. It's really uh, proven beneficial in uh, not having any GI issues or any uh, stomach issues like that while running, before running, or after running. And then uh, my little one of my birthday presents. Which is pretty fucking cool. And you you get like a little oil uh, pen or something. And you start marking off which ones you run at. So this is pretty cool. And uh, yeah. So besides that. Let's just get right into this. Some bitch people. So Colorado. Um, Left Sunday. uh, And that was the third. The fourth was my birthday. Which landed on a Monday. And basically, that's where I'm just going to pick up the story. So, got there late Sunday. Didn't do much besides uh, check into the Airbnb, um, get a bite to eat. Um, Smash Burger was open when I got to the airport. So, that's the first thing I did. And then, um, pretty much went to the Airbnb, checked in, and hit the bed immediately. I did start setting up my things that I was going to take for the run the next day on my birthday. Um, So, besides doing that before hitting the sack, uh, that's pretty much all I did. And then come Monday morning, woke up super early, um, which is actually, when you think about it, not as early as I would think of. Since it's a two-hour difference, um, what I thought was 6 o'clock technically would be 8 o'clock, but whatever. You get what I mean. So I woke up pretty early. Um, was pretty nervous, to be honest with you, for that run. So um, what I ended up doing was I ended up hiring a um they're called cairn guides i hope i'm not butchering that name but cairn guides or cairn outdoor guides which is trails um they help you go on hikes and um as of recently i think five six months they just got josh which is their trail running um guide basically so with the whole polar vortex vortex thing going up um i just i I was gonna tackle these or a trail or a few miles by myself but what I honestly ended up doing was um, I ended up hiring this Karen uh, Guides and uh, I ended up finding them on Airbnb on the things you should do or ways to experience um, Denver, Colorado type things. I ended up clicking on one of that. It, um, it showed me him like the just hiking portion. So I ended up sending him a message and he ended up reaching out to me and uh, letting me know to go to his website where they do offer... Um, other adventure type uh outdoor guides so um josh being the trail runner i booked him and he uh sent me a personalized uh 
email just depicting uh, my uh, exercise level, my uh, fitness level, um, where I'm from. Because I guess he wanted to gauge the elevation or how difficult it would or wouldn't be. Um, and then that way he could put a time span on our session basically. So he ended up giving me three hours, um, three-ish hours uh, and uh, around 13 miles, about a half marathon and uh, about close to 3,000 or 2,800 feet of gain. And um, I was pretty happy with it when he gave it to me. And the price isn't bad, man. It's 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 less than $60, which is pretty decent, man. It's honestly... And for the experience, the type of trail, because it, it was hard effort. Like, I felt it being a challenge the entire way through, at least for me, being um, that I do come from sea level, going to elevation like that, and then um, giving a pretty hard effort. Um, it was super fun. So now that I gave you the wrap up of what the before was or how I booked it. So now we can, I guess we can get back to it. So I woke up six in the morning. Um, and then by eight in the morning, uh, that's when our session started. So I got my, excuse me, I got my lift, um, to Boulder, landed in Boulder. Uh, oh, beforehand, um, one thing I do want to talk about is coffee at the point. Um, it is basically where I was staying. So I was staying at five points area and then coffee at the point was this coffee shop slash uh, breakfast place that was, and they sold beer and cocktails as well, but it was pretty close about like a, a quarter of a mile away from where I was staying. And that's where I hit up that morning because I knew I wanted to get something. I'm not a breakfast person. I know I mentioned this on the podcast, but I am not so much or that big of a breakfast person. But I knew with this effort and not knowing, I knew that I needed a full stomach. Even though I was taking spring, I had a, about four or five uh, satchels, little packets of spring. I had a goo energy as well, the toasted marshmallow one. And then I had my Nathan. I had um, about... 17 16 16 32 all right so i say i had about 50 50 to 60 fluid ounces of water um about four or five satchels of spring energy and then i had that one goo oh and i had a cliff bar as well the crunchy peanut butter which is by far my favorite um and that's what i took with me for that run just in case i needed a snack going uh the run got longer we got lost whatever happened but that morning i ended up going to coffee at the point i had an americano um, with some half and half, which I usually never, my coffee is usually black, no sugar, but that day for some reason I was craving a little bit of dairy. So I said, why not? It's my birthday. I goddamn well deserve it. If I'm not having cake today, I might as well have some dairy. <laughs> so, um, I had a little half and half, put it in there. Um, I added one Splenda, drank the Americano. I got a breakfast, a bacon breakfast burrito, which was fantastic. Uh, about 300 some odd calories, 400 some odd calories. Um, so I felt good heading up there. So, um, by the time it was eight o'clock, Josh was, um, uh, on point as well. He was probably there a little earlier, but I was, uh, setting up my, uh, I was setting up my thing. Like, uh, you know, my, I was getting everything ready. What backpack I was going to leave in the car. Um, basically my, my, my trail running vest, what I was going to take with me. I was making sure I had my water just in case I needed, uh, I had my backup battery. I had extra snacks. And then I had an extra um, sweater basically in there, um, which I ended up going with three layers on me. Either way, I ended up taking one off and staying with two and then running most of it. So I had this uh, face mask as well that did wonders, honestly, for the beginning of the, most of the beginning, probably the first, I'll say 30 minutes into the run. It was pretty cold. 
around 30 something or maybe yeah 38 39 degrees um fahrenheit and uh my ears were pretty cold i know that's where i get cold from my ears so i had this face mask or uh uh yeah face mask or like ski mask basically that i would have which i wore for the first 30 minutes of the run and then after that um temperature really did like go up and shoot up and then i had to even take off a layer and then i basically stayed in a thermal and undershirt and um uh the the face mask doubles as a neck guard as well so i kept it as a neck guard so that i can stay a little insulated and the heat can stay within me and we basically headed out that way so um eight o'clock in the morning he picked me up took me to the trailhead and we basically went right to it first off you start off it's like mesa trail so i think it was a uh, north end to south end which is a 6.6 mile run one way and a 6.6 mile run the other one with about uh 28 uh 100 feet of elevation and about 29 close to 3000 feet of um descent so we start off in the north end which i think it's the north end and there's a f nice little high rise there and from the beginning to end i just want to i i really want to um take the time to go out and say how um just how informative josh as the uh trail running guide was and kudos to the Cairn guides, the Cairn Outdoor guides for, for having him on board and, and and letting him do what he does. So first off, usually they go on groups of like three or four or five, depending on how many people book on the day or whatnot. And uh, it was a one on one with me and Josh. So it was fantastic. And it was basically at my pace the entire time. So whatever I felt um, when I wanted to go, when I wanted to stop, um, when I wanted to hit it hard, when I wanted to bomb those descents, when I basically everything that i wanted to do throughout that run as long as i let him know he he's all for it which was fantastic so we started the the ascent and it was um pretty good nice easy jog going upwards um ice here and there um just having conversation you know i'm asking him questions we're talking about trail running we're both big fans he's competed in a i think 100k 50k and 100 miler and um i was just basically picking his brain how he trained what he does like uh even the animals that he sees in the area it was just overall good conversation i think it kept me in high spirits as well um and for the for i guess for that first half of the run um the elevation factor was wasn't even in my mind at all i thought i was just running and we were just going about it just two guys having conversations um and just taking it easy, man. It was honestly, it was pretty cool. And then um, we get to this point, right about the point when I started, when he was like, hey, you want me to take a picture? It's a really nice view. This is usually where people go. You know, you get to see like the whole uh, um, um, Vista and like uh, Denver downtown and the, at the end. And it was all nice. Very, very nice. And then right at that point, probably not six, but I'll say maybe... Uh, I think that descent is probably like a mile point three, mile point four. So maybe four and a half miles into it or five miles into it. It's a straight shot descent to the South Mesa Trail entrance. And um, that is the part where we really opened up. Like that whole mile, I guess, um, looking back at my Strava segments, it was probably um, 629 per mile. So we were averaging a pretty fast pace heading down that, just bombing it basically talking mind you having conversations talking about marathons um uh jim walmsley courtney dualter everything basically um i was asking him about his vest so he has a solomon um 
like a ultra vest, but it's very, it's like skin tight. It's very, very sleek, very good, very form fitting. Um, even the soft flask are pretty like they're perfect height for you. Instead of taking them out, like my camelback, I have to take them out. But his is perfect height, so he can just, he just sips right there, sips right there, and it's perfect. So I had to ask him about it because I am really thinking about getting one. Um, but uh, overall, it was great, man. So on the on the so that whole bombing, that mile and some bombing it downward. Uh, I was well aware that the coming back, because basically our, like the ro the the route that he picked for us, or the route that he picked for us, was an out and back. So we would do 6.6 and then 6.6 on the way back. So I knew that I, that bombing that we did going down, going pretty fast, I knew that I would have to come up it on the way back. So he let me use the bathroom. Um, I basically took in another gel ate that cliff bar got some calories in and we started going upwards now i took the ascent very easy running off and on um stopping going and at that point uh josh had established some pretty <laughs> pretty entertaining uh safe words so i think ostrich was slow down and beaver was <laughs> beaver was speed up and let's pick up the tempo and let's run through this uh, portion until i were to say ostrich again or until he saw fit where we should um walk or just be weary of because of the fact that that morning there was snow or the day before there was snow and then that morning which we started running the snow has started to melt and then freeze over again so it was ice very slippery ice um which josh ended up taking up taking a fall just to save my um just to save my water bottle because it almost fell because there was this portion on the first um i'm going out not the going back not the descent or anything like that but the first hike up there was this part where we were going up and it was all that type of ice this portion where i literally had to get on on my fours <laughs> and i was trying to muscle my way up but i couldn't so things were falling out of my pack because i didn't tie them on correctly and um this dude was a savage. He's like, oh, shit, your water bottle. He comes, he slips backwards and scrapes his whole shit up. And um, we're pretty much just making a, 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 you know, it was a nice conversational point throughout the rest of the run. The fact that he could pick at it, girls like scars, so on and so forth. So it was nice, dude. This dude was very, um, very humbling. He's very driven and he knows what he's doing out there. You know, he's and he's very informative. Also took spikes for me because on the so that same icy patch where um, I ended up uh, slipping for a little bit and he ended up falling. Um, we were coming back down on the way back down. We had to pass through that patch just to get back. So uh, he ended up bringing spikes for me, which was freaking awesome. Um, give him major kudos for that. Just thinking ahead, you know, knowing the, the how things would be and such. So um, and for my safety more than his, apparently um he ended up bringing spikes which i ended up using on the way down and i had uh i had no fear of going down so there was no slipping no sliding no nothing and um, um major kudos to josh for that just just keeping me uh safe more than anything and uh, yeah so it was it was fantastic man fantastic uh great time ended up being uh, uh around 13 miles ish he ended up taking cool pictures um and and once again i can't say enough about him man if you guys ever are in colorado and are looking for some adventure looking for some um hiking or trail running cairn outdoor guides so if you look up um on instagram it is c-a-i-r-n 
guides and um if you want to follow josh as well it is primal underscore flow and uh you'll get to see both of them in action uh basically do what they do man those they're they're, they're awesome honestly awesome 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 i cannot say enough um and yeah so that was basically my birthday morning so that was from 8 to 11 and uh i i honestly cannot i i could not imagine a better way to spend that birthday morning i was honestly and it was so selfless in a sense like it, it might have been selfish because it was something i wanted to do but that morning was so selfless it was more for um, um just the 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 love of running of what i get to do with my legs you know experiencing that even though it was painful and i was hurting and uh, uh it was probably the toughest run i have ever been on um it was freaking magical man and beautiful and then lightning and and and, and eye-opening and and it, it, absolutely amazing man absolutely amazing and i just can't say enough about it honestly i cannot say enough about it it is fantastic to the point where it took me uh <laughs> it took me about 30 minutes back in miami to um start looking at flights and and airbnbs for the next time i want to go there which is the summertime when things are warmer so i can really hit up some some high mileage and around that time i will be in full uh upping distance mode so marathon distance mode so instead of a half marathon maybe i can throw in a nice 20 mile run in there or a nice 20 mile adventure um which i'll definitely be hitting up karen guides again and hopefully josh if he's not training for a race or something that would be um that would be ideal but regardless i am going back um because that experience is like no other man seriously it is like no other excuse me drink a little wine a little white ziffendale b i like my sweet shit shine <laughs> uh yeah so uh besides the running i also want to talk about how much food i ate so i was there sunday monday tuesday and the amount of burger fries and sweet potato oh my god i went to this bar called um back east bar and grill in a 16th street mall in uh downtown denver and they had these sweet potato puffs which are like little tater tots of sweet potatoes but they they, they they're sweet but they're sweet because of the like they put this frosting or the sugar or whatever it is like a coating like a, oh my goodness gracious they are so good and then i had their colorado burger which had like grilled onions and 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 two thick nice maple wood slices of bacon and a nice um medium well patty um to um it wasn't it wasn't they had i think they had pretzel buns but i didn't want the pretzel buns so I, I ended up getting the 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 brioche buns got the brioche buns and it was absolutely delicious man i had burgers and fries pretty much the entire time while i was there and um oh and 7-eleven like a crazy person oh my god 7-eleven was the number one mvp so my cliff bars um my my breakfast to go um burritos basically all that came from 7-eleven and bars and burgers smash burgers well um i hit up chilies too i know i know i know you would say why would you go to chilies y'all we can go to chilies in miami and this and that but chili just is home for me i love chilies 
I know it seems weird, but I just love chilies and I love franchise spots like that. And um, I haven't had their fish tacos, spicy fish tacos, and fish spicy fish tacos were on point. Cannot complain. Um, smash burger uh, in the airport. So um, before and when I was leaving on Tuesday night and um, when I got there Sunday night, I had smash burger twice. And yeah, so food was fantastic. Lots of burgers, lots of fries, um, lots of beers too, man. I had, uh, yeah, anytime I went somewhere, I pretty much just enjoyed myself with beers either way. So especially that Monday, that day of my birthday. Oh my God. I was so hungry for the rest of that day. So hungry. It's incredible. Now that I think about it, I ate a lot, but I did burn a lot of calories as well. So I guess I just, I was, I was, uh, fiending for some replenishment, I guess. So, um, and replenish I did trust me <laughs> by the boatload. Um, just good so yeah food is all on point there's not a really big food scene i would say in colorado in general like there is here in miami where you can go and get a taste of all types of flavors and such but um it wasn't bad either there's not like a it's not a it's not like you cannot it's not like you can't find good food if you're if you're looking for it you you'll find it um and yeah so besides the food so one thing i didn't want to talk about i guess in a sense is uh the elevation how i coped with it uh, being that I did come from here, um, sea level, Miami, which are right at it, and going up to uh, Denver, which is the Mile High City, and then Boulder, which stands around uh, 55, 5,600 uh, feet of elevation, and then running up to about, uh, I'll say 6,000, 6,000 and change, and then coming down and then going up. So that elevation was pretty... Um, like, I think I did it right. So I started doing a little bit of research. And uh, at first, I was going to go a week out before I had to run so I can uh, let my body get acclimated with the elevation and such. And then I was thinking more time or 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 um, maybe I shouldn't do it at all because I, I, I was for some reason, I was weary of like elevation sickness and what can happen. And me knowing that I like to push myself if I pass out or something and not find something uh, or or worse, not get found or something like that. So. Um, what actually ended up happening was I started doing some research and they say the best time to go, especially if you do want to go, is about two to three days before you're actually going to hit that hard effort because your body's still in shock and it's not so transitioned where it's trying to get acclimated and it's completely depleted because it's, it's completely different. Like it's trying to get used to the oxygen that's there that your bones and your body and your muscles need in order for you to produce and burn calories and work correctly. Um, so once I heard that two, three day period, I said, perfect. So that's it. I basically planned my trip on that, on the fact that my hard effort would come in. I would land Sunday and then right next day, I'm going to hit that hard effort. And then I would get to relax and and feel everything and let every my body like start feeling the punches I was letting it take. And I did. Trust me. I was. Oh, my God. Like I'm recording this on a Friday. It is the 8th. And as soon as I finished that run, that Monday night, my legs felt it. Oh, my God. In that airplane ride, I had to ask the lady sitting next to me if I can. I apologize if my feet touch yours, but I need to take off my shoes and I need to stretch because my feet are throbbing. And I explained to her my whole situation. I ran and this and that and everything else. She's like, oh, honey, please, like, go ahead. Do it. Open your legs. Feel free. And I was like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Because <laughs> my ankles, my um, calves, my thighs, everything was throbbing 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 oh oh my god um 
it was tough, man. It was intense, but I loved it. I love it, love it, love it. Like that kind of pain, that kind of just just knowing what you can put yourself like put yourself through and how much more I still had left in the tank by the time that run finished and that I wanted to stay there and that I wanted to keep going. But I, I, I don't know those trails and my biggest fear is getting lost and not because a lot of the times coming back on the trail on the part where I was in front of Josh. I would have to ask him left or right because I wouldn't know. So if it was up to me, I would just take, I would just go right or go left and I'll make a wrong turn and I'll get lost for hours. And God knows I don't have the fuel. I don't have the water and, and what else can happen at that point. So, um, yeah, but I, I'm, I'm already, I'm looking forward to going back, man. It was super fun and, uh, to testing myself again and see what I can do. And as I progress with this fitness and, and with my fitness and my endurance and my, um, just overall um, body of work and volume, which I can put my body through. Um, I am very much looking forward to going back and testing myself once again with maybe an even longer run or a more elevation run, more gain or whatever it may be. Um, but something will go down and I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, so uh, getting back to Florida or Miami, um, I had a big change of mindset and kind of the way I want to approach um, running from here on, like for he- from here on forth. Like if I just want to approach it with a different kind of mindset. Um, I've Once again, every time I run more, or I compete or something happens, I fall more in love with the sport. And that's exactly what happened when I went over there. I fell more in love with it in the sense where I got to really... Um, I got to really find out a lot of weaknesses that I have and that there is still so much more improvement that I can make in order to become uh, the best runner I can be. And um, I honestly love the fact that I am just beginning. Mind you, I'm a year and a half in and uh, at moments I feel like I am the best runner on the planet, which obviously I'm not. And I'm not boasting that I am or anything like that, but... Um, it is very humbling and very grounding to know that I still have tons, tons, tons. And if you want to allocate it into like time wise, I have tons. I have tons of time left to become the best runner that I could be. And um, I just have to be a little safer, a little smarter and uh, just more dedicated with my vision and in line with my vision and my goals, um, which I want to reach. So. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to, um, what is to come? I am going to train. I am going to approach training once I do up this distance. Um, again, one of the races I'm going at is the 5k in March 3rd. And then March 31st is the Key Biscayne half marathon. And then after that, I will be upping my distance, um, for my next key races to the marathon distance. And, uh, Hopefully participating in some trail races and hopefully I can travel a bit and participate. I would love to participate in some trail um, mountain races or something like that, um, which I do not. Um, yeah, I won't put too far for me not doing it. So I think I, I'll, I'll probably uh, uh, just uh, get my feet wet in that sense in those areas. Um, and yeah, man, I guess uh, to end the podcast. Um, I think I've been rambling on enough about uh, my birthday and uh, about me, basically. So to to uh, I guess this tidbit of wisdom is what I want to end you guys with as I'm ending this this episode 33. Um, find something you love, man, and, and do it as often as possible. 
um, finding something you love, first of all, uh, you have to taste all the things that you can in order to find that thing that you're good at or that you love or that you enjoy doing uh, without a, a financial gain or without um, without the thought of a financial gain or the thought of, of getting something in return, right? Something you like giving your everything to without expecting something in return. And I think that is what finding your passion or finding your love really means. And once you do that, um, whether it is it is your full-time job or what you can do all the time, um, but in your free time, anytime you do have free time or anytime you have, um, anytime you have basically that's free, fucking do what you love. No matter what. Doesn't matter what it is. Just do it, man. Dive into it. Do what you love and, and just be passionate about it. And don't let anybody's thought of what it looks like you're doing or the time you're, it may seem like you're wasting, um, deter you from doing that shit that you love nobody and i mean and i do mean this when i say nobody should tear you away from that or take you away from that or deter you away from that or make you look or nothing nothing because your happiness and what you love doing is more important than that bullshit and other people's opinions and things like that so yeah with that we're gonna wrap up episode 33 so uh a lot of mentions on this one, so pay attention, party people. Nathan Sports Inc., follow them on Instagram. Spring, I, I, my, I am in no way sponsored, or are they sponsoring the podcast or anything like that? These are just my go-tos and what I love using when I'm running, training, or competing, and this is it. This is for my birthday. This comes from somebody special, so shout out to them. They know who they are. Um, this wine here. You guys, I would love for you guys to sponsor the podcast. That'd be great. <laughs> but, um, yes, Nathan Sports Inc. Um, Spring Energy on Instagram. Um, Primal Flow for Josh, um, the trail running guide. Cairn Guides for the Cairn Outdoor Guides. That is, this, These are all their handles on Instagram, by the way. Um, Frank the Running Tank for your boy right here. Um, at the runner under the influence for the podcast Instagram, um, runner under the influence podcast on YouTube, search it up. This video will be up there soon. Um, maybe tomorrow or the day after no Sunday or Monday, one of those two days, cause this podcast will be up on Saturday and who else am I missing somebody? Uh, 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 oh, on Twitter is F the running tank and on Facebook, it is Franklin Presbot. And uh, that is pretty much it, people. It's been good talking with you. Next week, I'll be back up into running um, and training, basically, for that uh, Key Biscayne half marathon on March 31st. So stay tuned as I'll recap you guys how it's going. I think I might try March training uh, as we're ending. I might start my training uh, Saturday. So tomorrow when the podcast comes out but i am debating on whether to leave it for monday or tomorrow being that my legs are finally starting to feel 100 percent. but uh you guys will find out next week <laughs> or follow me on instagram to find out basically when i decided in my head so um yeah peace people i fucking love you and once again i already said peace so uh once again um cheers <laughs>